Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I first just want to say thank you to everybody who said something nice about the first episode. I appreciate it. Having a podcast is something that I wanted to do for quite some time that has always just been on the back burner, like most other things. I, I originally recorded that episode back in the middle of December with Caleb and had been sitting on it for quite a while. You know, I figured I'd get to it eventually. And then on, was it New Year's Day? New Year's Day, I woke up, decided to get up and do something productive other than lay in bed all day. I thought, you know, why not? Let's do it. So <laughs> that's uh, that's how that came to fruition. Uh, again, thank you to everyone that said some nice words. Appreciate it. Let's dive right into some topics that I want to hit on today's episode. Uh, the big thing is minimalism. Uh, if you know me, I have been obsessed with this whole idea of minimalism for a long time. Uh, longer than most people actually probably know. I remember, let's see, how far back does it actually go? I would say my first instance with learning about what minimalism might be was back in college. A required reading was this book titled No Impact Man that was basically about this one man's ventures into creating no waste in terms of you know garbage, electricity. He was trying not to uh, create any sort of environmental impact whatsoever. And... When I saw what what the book was about, I was like, okay, I'll do I'll do one. Uh, I'll download it on my phone. You know, save some paper. And uh, I read that entire book on my tiny little iPhone four screen. That's kind of amazing to think about. But I think that was my first run with minimalism in terms of just consuming less, striving to live a life that's meaningful, impactful. You know, being conscious of your your everyday choices and decisions. And how it impacts other people, the planet, you know, your everyday routine. Kind of going against the grain of what you've come to learn is normal. I'd say that's probably the first instance of minimalism that I can think of. Uh, the same year, I was in my dorm, and I don't even want to say this. I opened up the Yahoo homepage, and one of the top stories was about this guy named Glenn something. I should do my research. Anyways, Glenn had this website called To Simplify, and Glenn's mission was to live a very simple life on the road, had a decently well-established blog about all of his ventures, and then Yahoo got a hold of it, and it started blowing up, and I actually started following it for a couple years. I think about six months into reading about his adventures, I had almost convinced my friend Ryan to... Uh, ditch everything that we had and buy some bicycles and just try to bike across America. <laughs> uh, we were pretty set on that for a hot minute. We had this huge Amazon cart of here's all the essentials that we're, that we'll need. Here's how we can make it happen. Uh, I actually wrote to him at one point in time, Glenn, uh, with some questions that I had about, you know, living a life that's so outside of the norm, pretty much astray from society and he actually wrote back man if i could dig up that email glenn oh boy oh my god i found the emails you know what i'm just gonna read this verbatim from march 25th 2012 from myself to glenn dear glenn i love your ideology of living the simple life on the open road a dream shared by many but only accomplished by said few 
As an 18-year-old high school graduate, I've come to learn that the world is a difficult place. <laughs> yeah, at 18. Right. The modern world we live in can be very straightforward and very hectic. My first year of college is rapidly coming to a close, and I can easily say it hasn't been the greatest experience in my life. It's not truly what I want out of life. Yes, I'm forced to undergo this lifestyle because society has standards for everybody. Ever since I was young, I've always been taught that I need three things in life, a good job, money, and security. Good job meaning a high-paying job with good benefits, which leads to the next two things in life that I, quote, need. However, I've always been somewhat of a radical individual. <laughs> God. Oh, this is like looking at high school yearbook photos. I love to dream big and live life differently than most. At least I try. Sadly, I often find myself conforming to the world because of just how easy it is. Where I'm at in my life currently has brought me up to a point where I just don't want to deal with a quote normal life anymore. Well, I wouldn't say deal. I just don't want to live a normal life. Bringing, my, bringing me to my point why I'm sending you this unnecessarily long email. Oh boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. See, I just go on this long tangent about Ryan and I's plan right here. Crazy. Glenn's reply. Hey, Jake, thanks for getting in touch, sharing your story, and also for the kind words. It sounds to me like you already know what you've got to do. I'm a firm believer that these things must come from within. You don't want to go making any huge life changes because someone else told you they think it's a good idea, after all. If I may offer a bit of advice from what I've learned in my 42 years, it's that the, quote, Worst case scenario of what could go wrong is rarely anywhere near as bad as what we think it might be. Life is for living, and even if you're, quote, crazy, parentheses, not really in my view, idea totally crashes and burns, you still won't regret having tried it when you're 85 years old, right? Good luck and keep me posted. Best, Glenn. You know, as I sit here and read that reply, those words have rung true for the last, well, how long has it been since that? Almost, oh God, eight years since that email was sent to me. Absolutely rings true. I have always had this obsession with doing things differently, going on a different path, not living a normal life. You know, God, and sometimes I think, why? What what triggered it to, to even begin with? Um, over the last couple years, I have, well, let me back up a little bit. So in like the last eight years now, I guess that it's been, where I've been tiptoeing and dabbling into minimalism, I've come to have an overwhelming anxiety about things. Uh, but it kind of comes and goes in waves. So when it comes, uh, what I tend to do is actually what I did today. I cleaned out half the things in my closet. I cleaned out half the things on my bookshelf. I cleaned out half the things on my hard drives. Uh, I look around me and I notice the clutter that begins to build up from what I think is just a lack of awareness you know you kind of accumulate things in the moment on the spot and they just they sit there they they lose their purpose they lose their meaning and you just accumulate all this this stuff that you don't need and to me it creates a noise in my head of when I look when I look on my bookshelf and see all the things that are sitting there it kind of I don't know why it drives me crazy uh, same thing with my closet, same thing with my car, same thing with my hard drives, my tabs open, whatever. Like I strive to have things tidy and neat and clean and have only the essentials. And I've read a few books over the years that have kind of dabbled in that similar mentality. Uh, one of them being a book 
titled Walden on Wheels. It's about this college graduate's journey to live a life debt-free. Well, he graduates college and then spends the next, I want to say, three to four years paying off all of his student loan debt, then eventually going to Duke University and living out of a van and trying to graduate debt-free as he's attending college. That's a great book. I think it was written in the early 2000s, so it's it's decently relevant. It's no, you know, Walden from the 1800s. I mean, back in the day, I used to have massive panic attacks almost once a week about, you know, where am I, where, where's my life? Where's it going? What do I need to do? Uh, so many times I've been working at a job or just doing something that I don't actually want to be doing in the moment and having a massive anxiety attack because all I can think about is how I don't want to be doing that thing. I feel like I'm wasting my own time. So I've always, I've always had... Uh, an interest in, quote, minimalism or, or living a simple life, you know, whether it's just being happy with what I have or having the ability to say no to things or ideas or being selective about everything in my life. It's, it's almost borderline perfectionism or OCD. That's a common thing that I hear amongst uh, people who delve into minimalism. I started to take it very seriously in the summer of 2018. I was living in a very tiny apartment that was probably not even 400 square feet. It was a studio apartment. So, you know, just the one room and then my bathroom and then this big closet. That's all I had. And I moved in the previous October and had accumulated some stuff and it was getting really cluttered. Over the summer, I was just like, you know what, let's let's ditch all of this. I'm tired of hoarding all of this stuff. And I mean, we're talking in a tiny space. I was tired of hoarding stuff. I mean, the idea of owning a house that has a ton of room and space kind of drives me crazy. I wouldn't know what to fill it all with, and I don't want to fill it with stuff. More recently, the beginning of last year, I was delving into a pretty good crusade of minimalism, wherein I was starting to trim a lot of the fat of things that I wanted to do in life possessions that I owned, time that I was spending on certain things or projects, uh, even my diet, I tried to make as simple as possible. And my wardrobe. Yeah, summer of 2018 was the summer that I finally decided to do the plain black t-shirt and jeans and like two pairs of shoes. When I think about what minimalism looks like to other people, it probably just seems borderline insane. We live in a capitalist world. We live in a world of let's buy things and consume things all the time. You know, we've got money, let's spend it. That's what keeps the economy going. And I'm not arguing against spending money on things that you enjoy, but maybe, I don't know, I think time spent doing things that are meaningful to you is far more important than dropping a bunch of money going shopping or something. I don't know. So as of today, I'm picking up my minimalist mentality, getting back to my roots. I cleaned off a lot of things. Some things that I want to focus on moving forward are I have one issue with minimalism, and that's gear, because I love toys. I love computers and electronics and cameras and gadgets and phones and all that shit. It's very hard to not just go online and want to buy all these gadgets and stuff all the time. It's very hard to say no to those types of things. But I want to do better at saying no to new clothes, 
buying things just to buy them, you know, having junk drawers full of stuff. More importantly, I want to say no to experiences. No, not experiences. Uh, I don't know. I want to be able to say no to certain projects that aren't worth my time or say no to buying clothes just because I'm bored or saying no to doing things just because I feel like doing them in the moment. You know, I want to be more present. I just I just want to do it. I don't want to sit here and talk and ramble on forever about all these things that I want to do. That's that's part of the problem. I tend to sit around and just plan about things quite a bit and never actually execute because, you know, fear. I'd rather just go for it. So moving forward into 2020, I have some goals that I've set that I'm going to try to stick to very diligently. I just want to be able to recalibrate from the kind of disastrous year that I've had, put a core focus on this lifestyle that I want to live. It's so very hard to just go back to what you're used to or what's comfortable. And I am going to stick to it. Oh, God, it's hard. Life is hard. It shouldn't be this hard. Oh, boo-hoo. Let me play a sad song for you on the world's smallest violin. Okay, that's my rant tonight. Thanks for listening. I hope some of it made sense. Um, man, this is so much easier to do when you're talking to somebody. God, I'm very tired. I probably sound very tired. I'm sorry. I even had coffee. It didn't help. It's been a long day of throwing things away.